Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. everyone and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How you doing out there in podcast land? I hope you're all keeping safe and well. No matter where you are listening right now, yeah, we are the show for the bagpiping folk. Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world. So if this is your very first Big Rab Show, you are very welcome. Yeah, reflecting everything from competitive piping and drumming to the Celtic and folk music scene. If it's got bagpipes in it at all, then we are the show for you. Indeedy! Now, we have a huge back catalogue for you to go and check out such a huge range of topics that we've talked about in the piping world and everything else besides. So, yeah, if this is your first episode, go and take some time. Check out the back catalogue. There's a wealth of material back there. Uh, I don't know, some awesome podcasts and maybe not some not so awesome, uh, but definitely worth delving into. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I have to get that out of the way by way of introduction. But with each and every Big Rab Show podcast, we always like to introduce ourselves and tell you who we are because each week we are introducing more people to what we do, which is uh, talk about the love of our great instrument, the great Highland bagpipe. So there you go. Yeah, and everything else besides, you know, small pipes, kitchen pipes, shuttle pipes, doesn't matter. We're all over it. Now... Before we get into the news and updates and the topics of the weeks and all that sort of stuff, I wanted to talk about a little bit of a news story that broke on May the 23rd. And this was an announcement from the Sri Dasmesh Pipe Band, where they announced some really quite heartbreaking news. They announced the passing of a piper from the Sri Dasmesh Pipe Band, Gur Servek Singh Khalsa. And I have to say... Yeah, from ourselves in the Big Rab Show, it's a heartfelt, sincere condolences to everyone there at Suri Dasmesh and everyone who's friends and family of Gur Savek. Now, Gur would have been a, a Singaporean in birth, so not actually from Malaysia, but his love of bagpipes and the music actually brought him all the distance across to Malaysia to join the guys at Suri Dasmesh. Now, reading the news update and everything... It talks about his passion for the music, how he learned very quickly how to yeah, handle a set of pipes and actually be a competitive player and actually wow a lot of the crowd at various different solo performances throughout the years. So, yeah, it's with a heavy heart that we announce here in the Rab Show that he has passed following a bad motorcycle accident on the 19th of May. So from all of us here on the Big Rab Show team, we want to send out our sincere condolences to everyone there at Sri Dasmesh, uh, to everyone who knew Gersovec, and to all of his friends, family, uh, because we do know a good lot of the guys from Sri Dasmesh actually do listen to the podcast. So yeah, we do want to send on our sincere condolences. Yeah, tragic news indeed. Okay, well, we need to get into the nitty-gritty of the, today's show because we have a lot of ground to cover. Things here in the UK are starting to ease, things are starting to happen again, and that means that the Big Rab Show was on the road. Yeah, we've got a number of things to cover this week, uh, as well as our topic, by the way. So yeah, you may be clicking on this week's episode 
because of the topic, of course, and we'll get to that, chatting away to Kieran. Uh, but yeah, we've got a whole number of things to get through before we even get there. So, I have to start this week's podcast with listener mail, the same way we do each and every week. Our email address, as always, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That email address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Dot com. Now, we got one such email, and this come in from Rick. Now, he actually wanted us to bring this to the show to ask your guys' opinion on this. So, thank you, Rick, first of all. He says, hello, Rab, and greetings from New York. There you go, all the way from sunny New York. I started to listen to your podcast regularly for the past year or so, and thoroughly enjoy all the topics of discussion. So, first and foremost, thank you. Awesome. Thank you very much, Rick. He said, you've been a huge part of getting me through this crap of a pandemic (laughs) throughout the past year of virtual practices. I've also encouraged the rest of the pipe band to listen in as well. Awesome. Thank you, Rick. But here's our predicament. The Schenectady pipe band is in need of drummers, snare and tenor. As a drummer, what is the best way to recruit drummers? We floated the idea of hanging cards at local music stores, investing more money into the drum corps, paying musical officers, drum sergeants and stuff. You know, any thoughts? Cheers. Rick Powell from the Schenectady Pipe Band. Rick, thank you so much for your email. And it's a very interesting question on recruitment. And I suppose at the moment with the pandemic and everything, it's just made everything so much harder. It's ridiculous how difficult it was to recruit new members when when there wasn't a pandemic. And now that there is, it's just doubled down. It's made everything so much worse to try and attract new players. As far as my kind of, I don't know, my advice, I suppose, social media is a huge thing. And having a social media presence with regular updates, you know, showing them your music and, you know, what kind of fun things your band is up to, that really helps. You know, whenever people are surfing for pipe bands online and stuff, if you have a presence and they stumble upon your page, you know, for example, say they're looking for a pipe band in the New York area and they stumble across Connectedy, then, you know, they might well just drop you a message on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or any of these places. And uh, yeah, hey ho, you might find yourself with a new drummer or piper. So yeah, social media plays a huge role. Also, YouTube videos and things like that really help as well. If people can actually visually see what you're doing. You know, it's all well and good to write these things down and say, yeah, our band's awesome, come and play for us. But if they can actually see what you're doing as well, in action, in video form, that's worth its weight in gold. And that's where competitions, gigs and things like that are super important because people get to see it in action in front of them and they get to think, well, you know, I want to try that. You know, maybe I'll lift the sticks and I'll have a go. So, yeah, videos are very powerful recruitment tools. But, yeah, I throw the question out there to you guys, the listening folk, because I do know at the moment with things opening up here in the UK, we are expecting to see bands gathering up again and heading back to practice and we are hearing about a lot of bands who have lost a lot of their membership at the moment and they're all in a bit of panic mode now a lot of bands are thinking well we used to have a drum corps but where are they they've all disappeared and then in some cases well we used to have a pipe corps of about 12 but now it's about half that we have six now where did, where did the other six go? No idea. So we do know that there's a lot of bands out there who are 
Yeah, in a process of rebuilding. And recruitment would be a huge topic of discussion for a lot of bands. So we want to hear your opinions on this. Not just to help Rick here and the guys at Schenectady Pipe Bam. Obviously, it would be appreciated. But, yeah, to help all sorts of bands, both locally here in the UK and around the world, for that matter. Yeah, recruitment is a massive deal. And we want to know your guys' opinions. If you have any thoughts on it, you know, what would, what do you do to encourage people to join your band? Yeah, we want to know your thoughts and opinions, guys. Email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. As always, email us. That's the best way to get in contact with us, as always, is through our email box. Bigrabshow at gmail.com. Alrighty. Now, with each and every Big Grab show, we always like to point you in the direction of our wonderful website. Because at the moment, we have an ongoing promotion that we really do think you guys should avail of. And uh, we've got some real encouraging news from folks who have been already signing up and taking advantage of it. And the feedback that we're getting is nothing but positive. They're saying, I wasn't really sure. I signed up because it was free. Had no clue what to expect. And here I am now. I'm about three weeks into a practice regime and my playing has already improved. So, hey, I've told you this, all right? The promo is not lying to you. This thing is really quite unique. Yeah, let's just roll the promo, shall we? (laughs) Do you ever feel frustrated or stuck with your piping? Despite your huge investment of time, energy, money and passion, you thought you'd be further along by now, but you're struggling. Month after month, year after year to progress. Every piper deserves the feeling of true creative freedom every time they pick up their pipes. So why hasn't this happened for you? Why are you still stuck? At the Piper's Dojo, they've developed a step-by-step methodology called the Bagpipe Freedom Process that's proven to offer real solutions to get unstuck with your piping. For Big Rab Show listeners who'd like to try this process, we'd like to offer the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint online course 100% free. The course is catered to your own individual strengths and weaknesses and offers a clear game plan to break free from bagpipe captivity. Whether your instrument just won't cooperate with you or your fingers are holding you back, clear-cut solutions lie ahead. To enroll in the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint for free, simply visit dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab or thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo today. Ah, yes. Quite an amazing promotion there, honestly. And uh, yeah, it does get the Big Rab Show's seal of approval. We are getting a lot of very positive feedback from this. And like it said, it is absolutely tailor-made. So you're not going to be lumped into a class full of 30 or 40 people and, you know, you kind of get pushed to the background. No, this is tailor-made for you. Yeah, there you go. That's enough of a plug, but you can definitely go and check it out. BigRabShow.com forward slash dojo. You'll not regret it. You'll not regret it. Anyway... Hopefully in recent uh, weeks now, hopefully, well, we are working on stuff. We will hopefully have a bit of an update for the website soon with some exciting news coming your way on BigRabShow.com. So, yeah, go and check that out. Alrighty. Now, with this point in the show, we would normally delve into possibly one of our favourite parts of the show, which is Weekly Drone. And again, for the second week running, we don't have any Weekly Drones. Dun, dun, dun. 
So does this mean that Weekly Drone is now dead and we're not doing any more Weekly Drones? Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, because this is two weeks in a row now. We've got no Weekly Drones, no commentary, no complaints. Nothing. So, yeah, we may well see the decline or even the disappearance of Weekly Drone. So, yeah, I guess the next time I'll talk about it is whenever we have one. I suppose. So, yeah, please send us in your weekly drones if you have any complaints or comments, thoughts, feelings, anything you would like to do, of course, completely anonymously. And you can bring it to the air here in the podcast for us to talk all about. Yeah, thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. That's where you can do it completely anonymously. Warts and all, let us have it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll have a weekly drone for next week. Yeah, (laughs) There you go, bigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. Alrighty, now let's move on to another little bit of a favourite of ours. Yeah, you guessed it. It's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Confidence. Yes, word of the week this week is confidence. Now, this can be taken in a lot of different ways. And I've kind of experienced this personally myself in the not-too-distant past. Uh, Yeah, confidence for actually lifting that instrument again and giving it a go. And also, for those who've been out of practice for over a year and a bit now... Having the confidence to actually step through the door of the band hall could be an element of it as well. Now, this brings me on to kind of my first news item, really. Well, yes, bands are returning to practice. And I found, actually, that having the confidence to actually go to a practice is a big deal. Because, yeah, well, let's face it, COVID-19 is still a thing. And uh, there is an inherent risk involved in actually meeting loads of people in one place. And, uh, yeah, well, I actually managed to attend a practice over the weekend. I hung out with the guys at Tully Lagan and, uh, yeah, I got to hear how exciting it was to actually get back to practice, but also how some members actually had some trepidation and uh, some worries about getting back to practice. But overall, I think the overall feeling from the guys at Tully Lagan being back at it again was nothing short of amazing. Well, I'm here at a band practice. First time in over a year, and I can hear that sound. It's been a long time. Quite emotional, if anything. Yeah. So let's get mixed in the middle of it, shall we?
Scott Cunningham, how are you, sir? Are you well? Not too bad, Rob. What's it like being back at practice, mate? It's very strange. Strange? How? Uh, it's just been that long. Part of me was uh, ready to come back, but at the same time, you like, how do you put it? Are you nervous coming back? Like, you Aye. Know? <laughs> really? Aye. Because um, it's just been that long, too, you don't know if anybody's going to remember. Well, you're going to remember your stuff, Aye. but obviously yeah. nobody's... If anybody says they've been practicing, a lot of people's been they're lying. lying. They're lying. <laughs> they're 100% lying. Yeah. But so, a little bit of trepidation, I'm sure. You know, meeting up with folks you haven't seen in over a year. You know, it's bound to be that with a bit of nervousness, I think. Aye. Although, I have to say, it's been the weirdest practice. Everyone there had a stupid big smile on their face. It was great. It was strange because I come, I come with the idea in my own head that if it was inside, I was going home again. Because ah. obviously, COVID's still a thing. That's it. But obviously it was all outside, and thanks to the, the grant from the Ulster Scots, the band was lucky enough to get electronic chanters, so that helped it too. Definitely. And then yeah. obviously drummers, well, we can always space out. <laughs> so we're sort of that road. There's no blowing involved for drummers, no. <laughs> and then plus when the wear stays good for you too, that's a plus, so. It's unbelievable. It's been raining all week, and then sun shines today. I know. It was even raining this morning when I was at work. And then I landed See. here, and the sun was shining, and I brought the wrong coat because I'm cooked. <laughs> Powerful, mate. So I think the band has practiced our plans actually to come back for a further practice then running forward. Do you think this will be the start of things to come then for the lagging? Hopefully. As I say, obviously there's no contests or stuff like that, but it's nice to just keep everybody Aye. having a bit of crack and practicing. So I think we're practicing again on the 12th of June, so hopefully get everybody back together and just start getting sets learnt again and aye, see if aye. we'll change anything for next year because obviously we haven't got our break into 3A yet so we're still waiting on that that's right yeah so being upgraded and then boom pandemic came. pandemic and then <laughs> you, you could say I still have the trophy in my house you could say we're three years uh, three year world champion 3B champion <laughs> <laughs> you could say that yeah a bit like I hear it. yourself saying a bit Inverary Inverary yeah <laughs> two time world champions on, I don't yeah. I actually I'd contacted RSPBA about uh, sending the trophy back. Mm. I don't think they want it back, so it might be yours. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody come back to me. So. You could keep it. be a souvenir. Huh? Well, mate, thanks a million. It's great to see everyone back again. It's brilliant. What no do you think yourself? I'm just glad to be back to you. Say, and hopefully this is the start of things going on and everything starts to calm down and stuff starts opening. Hopefully these festivals as such as the, the Northern Ireland branch is sorted will come mm. around. We'll get some sort of we'll get back normality. Yeah. So well, cheers, Scott. Thanks. All man. right, thank you. Ah, do you know, honestly, it was fantastic hanging out with the guys at Tully Lagan and, uh, yeah, just enjoying the practice with the folks. You know, seeing them all playing tunes together, together and stuff again. Honestly, it was an emotional moment. Honest, I, I don't know. It was one of those things I just couldn't wipe the smile off my face. And the atmosphere... The camaraderie again, it was incredible. I know it was a very small outdoor in a car park sitting around in a circle, all socially distant and stuff, but it was just awesome to hang out with folks and play tunes again. It meant the world, you know? So, yeah, as you heard there, a little bit shaky. There's a lot of few squeaks and squawks and, yeah, errors and playing and stuff, but hey. We were, they were playing, do you know what I mean? They were, they were playing, and that, that was the thing. And uh, this is where bands are now. They're gaining the confidence, and that brings us back to our word of the week there. Having confidence in playing. Now, for those of you asking about my own personal playing, yes, I actually played along with Tully Lag and Pipe Band, and I played along with them on Electronic Chanters there, as you just heard. Uh, but I also managed to throw the pipes under my arm. Now, this was the first time... 
I've ever had pipes under my arm in an actual band practice. And uh, you talk about a learning experience. Um, I think a lot of the guys there at the band actually thought I was an experienced player. And I had to remind them, uh, no, um, I've been playing on my own in my garage for the last few months. And this is the first time I'm actually playing with people. Um, How does this work? And, uh, you know, for the longest time, I've been doing my own tuning, my own setting of my own chanter, my own drones. I've been doing it myself. Uh, But this time round, having the ability to have a pipe major tell you, go, "Ah, no, that's a bit flat there. You might want to change that. What? Oh, yes, thank you. (laughs) Little things. I'll talk about it in a future topic of the week, actually. My experience of a first practice, actually, with pipes under my arm. Because I did learn so much. Um, But, yeah, I think it all kind of feeds into this week's big word of the week, which is confidence. Having the confidence to actually meet together as well as play together. And trust me, I had an exercise in confidence this past week. (laughs) I had zero confidence of throwing those pipes under my arm, but I was kind of forced to. Come on, Rab, you're playing the tune there. Come on, goodness sake. So, yeah, I did. Mm. Anyway, speaking of gathering together again and having practices and such, I have to give a mention to the news story that came from the RSPBA themselves on the 22nd of May. They dropped a lot of guidance and information for folks on the various different lockdown restrictions on band rehearsals. Now, a lot of this was sort of just... um, kind of copied and pasted from various different websites so it didn't really tell us anything new but still it was useful to see that coming from the RSPBA themselves they were actually taking the onus and guiding bands who were actually trying to practice together again so as you can imagine England have their one set of rules Scotland has another so does Wales so does Northern Ireland we all seem to be working off different sets of rules and regs and stuff, and it is kind of confusing to try and keep track of them all. So the RSPBA done what they could over the weekend to kind of guide folks in, you know, the correct way to do things to keep everyone safe. So it was very interesting news update from RSPBA. Much appreciated, I have to say, by your membership. So thank you, everyone, for that from RSPBA. So... Tully Lagan are back at practice. Other bands around the province are back in practice here in Northern Ireland. And I have to throw an open invitation. If any of you guys out there are willing or able to have me at your practice or any of us here from the Big Rab Show team, then please do get in contact with us. We would love to hang out at your practice and, yeah, just have a yarn and hear some notes on the air. Yeah. And if anything, we might bring your chat here to the podcast. Yeah, so let us know if you can accommodate us at all. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to attend your practice. and It would be fantastic to hang out. So our email address is always bigrabshow at gmail.com. Yep, drop us a note. Let us know if we can attend. We would love to, absolutely love to, to hear more music like this. Yeah, happening. It would be fantastic. Alrighty. Now, speaking of things returning to normal... A little bit of normalcy is also happening on the Celtic and folk music front and also in the bag rock front. Yeah, and well, over the weekend there, we heard the good friends of the show, the guys at Drums and Roses, are actually back on the road again and gigging. After 400 plus days, well, we couldn't miss the opportunity to actually give the guys a bit of a phone call from the road. So, yeah, we had a chat with the guys from Drums and Roses about what it was like to be back in action again. So, welcome to the podcast, live from the road, I should say. The lads from Drums and Roses. Hello, guys. How are you? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Not bad at all. 
Lads, I have to say it's amazing to see us back on the road again. Uh, Craig, what's it like being back on the road? Um, last night was our first gig back, wasn't it? Yeah. It was our first one in 426 days. Um, so last night, there's only five of us, including the sound engineer. We all actually agreed that we were actually quite nervous before we went on to play. Yeah, yeah. Hi, it was weird. It's a, you, you get into autopilot when you do this sort of thing. Anyone that does this sort of thing will know that you just go in, you, you go into autopilot and it's just like, I don't know, it just comes to you. And then when you've not done it for a while and you'll be out of it, you realise that's no more to this thing. <laughs> and you, you, you remember. Put it this way, my hands were not going the way I no. wanted them before. <laughs> Getting the information from there down to here, I knew Aye. what they wanted them to do, but it wasn't doing it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! So it'll take a bit of time to work off the rust. So you guys are actually out playing tonight, then? Where, where are you tonight? We are in Kirk Newton, just outside of Edinburgh. Um, a beautiful, place. an absolutely beautiful venue. Yeah, uh, it really is. We've never been here before. Cairns Farm Estate, I think it's called. Um, oh, nice. It's yeah. One of the, one of the very lucky people that have managed to get their wedding on the first week back. So yeah, it's great being back. I mean, it was quite surreal. Last night and today, we've done a gig already today uh, over in, yeah, I can't remember where it was. It was Glasgow. Yeah, it was Glasgow. It was 40 minutes from here. So mm-hmm. it's great being back again, it really is. It's absolutely it's so been can, a long time coming. This might sound like a, a real weird question, but what have the audiences been like? You know what I mean? Has, has there been huge packed crowds or, you know, are folk a bit nervous no. coming to a gig? Um, it's, you can tell there's something not quite right, if that makes sense. You right. tell there's something, so there's, obviously there's not as many people on the dance floor, there's, there's, everyone's all social distance and things like that, so it's it's a very kind of weird atmosphere, but you can still tell everyone's enjoying it, which is good. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Enjoying the tunes, I'm sure. And speaking of tunes, Danny, you're, you're quite famous for being the jukebox. Have you managed to retain, <laughs> have you managed to retain the set list? You know, have you remembered all your sets? He's asked them last night. It's taken a couple of times just to get back into it. It's uh, slowly starting to come back. So I think hopefully if there's more gigs, we'll we'll get back into the swing of it. But the first yeah. couple of gigs, like last night, was a bit rusty in the, the old fingers. He's actually promised he would put one tenor drone on tonight. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. That's fantastic. So I think for, for all of you then, really, what does the future hold for Drums and Roses? Now you're back on the road, playing again. What's next? Big plans coming shortly. Yeah, yeah. sound engineer just popped his head in to say hello. We're on a, a live Hello, Sankai. Hello, Sankai. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> That's it, dead, yeah. So, I, yeah, we've got big plans for the future. It's, Andrew does a lot of our tracks. He makes them, and he's, it's like, what is it called? It's like Gary's band sort of thing. The glorified Glorified Gary's band. Glorified Gary's band. Yeah. <laughs> but the tracks that he's come up with so far has been absolutely amazing. Um, we're not quite sure when we're going to release the... Well, we've the, got a live set that we've done. Yeah, we're, we're thinking of releasing the live set that we've done of the, at the, the Coda production. Uh, place in Glasgow. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen it. 
I've seen the photos of it and stuff that you published. So there's an actual recording from that then? Yeah, yeah. So it's actually on YouTube. If you say it was for New York's Tartan Day. Yeah. Um, so we we done a live gig for uh, Tartan Day and they, um, they all loved it. It was really, really cool. You can actually hear the sound getting down. Yeah, there's the some the in the back of the track. There you go. Nice. Well, that sounds quite good, then. Guys, I'm not going to keep you any longer. I know you've got a busy night ahead of you, but honestly, thank you for chatting to us here on the show. And Absolutely no problem at all. It's great hearing from you. Cheers, Rob. Enjoy your night, guys. All the best. Well, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. It's so good to see the guys at Drums and Roses back on the road again. Playing corporate gigs, weddings, whatever. They'll play at anything. And it's just brilliant to see them back in action again. It's fantastic. If you do want to see the interview, of course, there is a video of that up on our YouTube channel right now where we're hanging out with the guys at Drums and Roses uh, from the road. That was actually recorded from their van. So excuse the audio uh, there. Because, yeah, they, they recorded it in a van on the phone. <clears throat> so there you go. Drums and Roses back on the road, but they're not the only band on the road, and we will talk about more gigs coming up, actually. There's quite a lot of exciting announcements for gigs and things happening. It's brilliant to see that the scene seems to be in a little bit of a resurgence here in the UK. People are hungry for gigs, events, and especially for bagpiping and drumming. It seems to be really in hot demand at the moment, so... Hi, long may it continue. It's very exciting times to be involved in the piping scene here in the UK, for sure. Now, let's move on. Let's get into some actual news, shall we? Yeah, I have to talk about the Stout Collection. I've already plugged it loads of times, but you guys remember when we had Isla on the show, Isla Stout, of course. She came on and talked to us all about her upcoming book called The Stout Collection. Well, it's available now for pre-order. And by way of a shameless plug, you need to get your hands on this. So go to the stoutcollection.bandcamp.com. That's where you can go and grab it. There's little sample clips and things up there as well. You can go and pre-order the book now. Or you can also contact Isla Jane Stout on social media and she will give you the links and everything of where you can go and purchase your copy ahead of its release date. There you are. So go and take advantage of that now while you can. The Stout Collection definitely worth the price and everything honestly we've talked to isla before on the show and you guys have heard yourselves just how incredible this collection is going to be <sighs> yeah i don't need to promote it any further you just need to go and check it out all right speaking of the celtic and folk music scene a band that's really been quite popular now this last while on the big rab show on fuse is project smuck now these guys are insane absolutely insane if you haven't heard them you're really missing the trick but we have been playing them a lot on our fuse fm show this last while in fact probably playing them too much it's turning into the project smock show (laughs) we've really been enjoying their music and yeah just this past week they have dropped a brand new ep called esperanza which is absolutely incredible it's available for streaming on spotify also on itunes apple music whatever you call it on bandcamp as well do yourself a favor go and check it out ali levac and project smoke absolutely blistering music if anything i hope to have ali on a future show that's something all right i'm gonna write this down here all right see this is me doing live show planning 
Ali, if you're listening to the show, mate, we're going to have to get you on a future episode, pal, to talk all about this incredible music. So, yeah, Project Smuck and their brand new EP, Esperanza, is out now. You can go and listen to a little clips and stuff. Or, yeah, just go and purchase a copy from Bandcamp. It's definitely worth the purchase. There you are. Now... Following our previous episode, where we had Dan Nevins on the show, and he was talking all about Peabrookers for Everyone, and he gave us some recommended listening. Well, ourselves at the McGrab Show, of course, we shared a track or two on our social media for you guys to enjoy. He recommended listening to what was called the Big Music Society, featuring Murray Henderson and... Yeah, we shared a clip of... uh, Well, not a clip, the actual full performance of Lord Lovett's Lament... And honestly, it is breathtaking. And I, I'm a drummer. Okay, I'll fully admit that I'm a drummer. I've said this to Dan Nevins as well. You know, I'm not a huge Peabrook fan, but after chatting away to Dan about this, and he's give us this recommended listening. Seriously, folks, if you haven't listened to the Big Music Society yet and their interpretation of some of the Peabrook, oh my word. Oh my god. So yeah, shout out to James Lindsay, Callum McCrimmon, all those guys who were involved in that. Wow, the music is simply amazing. So yeah, we shout out Lord Lovett's Lament from the Big Music Society and a lot of you guys messaged in and said, what the heck is this? This is incredible. Why didn't we know about this? Well, yeah, it it happened quite a number of years ago. There wasn't much of a song and dance about it because let's face it, it was Peabrook. And at the time, it was kind of swept under the rug because not everyone is a huge Peabrook fan. So, yeah, I would urge you, go and search for it on YouTube or that. You can, yeah, easily find it. There's full video performances up there from the Big Music Society. (sighs) Yeah, it's absolutely breathtaking. I I can't really describe it to you. It's been on repeat, really, for me in my house this last week. I've been listening to a lot of the Big Music Society, really enjoying the music over there. Quite incredible. In fact, my wife is sick of me listening to Peabrook now. She's like, for God's sake, would you put something else on? Even a bit of Field Marshal or something. Like she even asked me to put Field Marshal on this week, <laughs> which is not like her. Anyway, so yeah, go and check that out. Big Music Society, seriously, well worth your time. Go on and check that out. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. All right, I have to give a mention to a competition that happened this past week, of course, thanks to Pipe Bands Queensland. Yes, they had a competition in the Ipswich Turf Club. And uh, for the full details of who won what at the Queensland Pipe Band Championships, you can go and check out their social media. They do have a list of who won what, including all the way from Grade 2. Yep, we have Emmanuel College Highlanders. He lifted the top spot there. In Grade 3, we had St Mary's Band Club won the top spot. And uh, yeah, just go and check it out. I'm not going to sit and read a hashtag list for you, but you can go and check it out and see who won what and what grade. So shout out to the guys at Pipe uh, Bands Queensland. They have all sorts of incredible video performances of the bands who took part. Whew, I have to say it was absolutely incredible being able to watch these. The videos are really high quality, actually, and the audio as well is really quite cool. Although, being a perfectionist, they filmed the band from the wrong angle. <clears throat> But um, yeah, that's just me. But honestly, definitely go and check it out. Pipe Bands Queensland on social media. Well worth your time checking it out. And uh, yeah, shout out to all those bands who were competing at the weekend there in Pipe Bands Queensland. For the Queensland Pipe Band Championship, we were all sorts of jealous. It was just brilliant to see such a huge turnout, actually. Yeah, the the crowd seemed to be huge (laughs) at this. Quite ridiculous, but absolutely fantastic at the same time. Awesome stuff. 
Alrighty, I have to give a little plug this week, not a huge one, just a little one, to the Flux Blowpipe. They have an upcoming giveaway, and uh, that's all I'm going to say. You're going to have to check out their social media if you do fancy getting yourself something for free. Yeah, you guessed it, a Flux Blowpipe. (laughs) So, if you are interested, then go and check them out. At Flux Solutions, their Flux Blowpipe giveaway is happening very soon. They should have information up on their social media uh, shortly, so for you to enter. And yeah, you can get a free blowpipe, guys. Do you know what I mean? What's not to love about that? Now, I have to give a little bit of a shout then. This week, following a big news story that dropped on May the 24th, the formation of a brand new pipe band. Yeah, now this one really came out of the woodwork, and we had no clue at all that this was happening that normally you would hear a little rumor here and there that oh there might be a new band coming but no there's absolutely no rumors and this one bang out of the woodwork hello we're a brand new band they're called the city of angels band of course from los angeles in the united states so to read the full actually rundown of this they are a brand new pipe band formed in los angeles and they are dedicated to diversity equality and inclusion That's their raison d'etre, I suppose. I'm using that a lot in the podcast this last way. Anyway, they have a commitment, of course, to inspiring and educating diverse and underprivileged youth who wouldn't otherwise have had access or exposure to these unique art forms. So their pipe majors, Trevor Takahashi, who's former pipe major of Grade 3 Pasadena Scots, with uh, Liani Lucas... Uh, also a former uh, lead drummer, I think, with Pasadena Scots, that she will be the lead tipper of the City of Angels pipe band. So, reading a statement then from the new PM Trevor, it says, With the events of the past year, there's no better time than now to establish a pipe band organisation that engages diverse populations, provides them with education in Scottish bagpiping and drumming, develops them into talented musicians and most importantly the seas celebrates and empowers what makes them different in a very real and powerful way fantastic i'm really looking forward to this the band apparently are well they're aiming to start competing and performing in 2022 Yes, and they will be working with the Los Angeles-based educational and music non-profit to introduce more young people to backgrounds of Scottish pipe and drum music. Absolutely fascinating. So, yeah, the more I've read about this pipe band, it's absolutely interesting. And I, yeah, I cannot wait to see how this develops. Yeah, the fact that they are pegging themselves as a band that are you know being diverse and having equality and inclusion and all of that as being part of their mission statement is a huge deal so i'm very interested to see how this will all shake down so who knows we might actually have trevor on a future show if he'll come on of course who knows uh but anybody out there who knows trevor and that yeah ask them yeah will they come on the big rab show and tell us all about this exciting new band yeah we'd love to know more about it actually so but yeah the information we've got on it so far is pretty limited other than saying that they're now established and that they will be aiming to perform and compete in 2022 now they haven't mentioned anything about what grade what competitions they're going to nothing like that so yeah we do want to know more information about this so yeah as we hear more of course we will definitely let you guys know but you of course can check out the band's brand new website which is cityofangelspipeband.com there you are now i have to give them a very special mention this week because it's not every week we get a brand new pipe band 
And it's, yeah, very exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. All right, let's move on. Oh, I have to mention right enough. If anyone out there does know Trevor or Liani, then definitely tell them to contact the show. We'd love to hear from them. Yeah, hear all about this exciting new band. Great stuff. All right. Speaking up, exciting stuff. I have to give a mention to Kyle Howie this last week, who ran a quite an exciting giveaway on his website, kylehowie.co.uk, where he gave away a Blair digital chander completely for free. So I have to say congratulations to the winner. I'm not going to mention it here because if you do want to find out, you can go and check it out on Kyle's YouTube channel. But I have to say congratulations on a huge giveaway. That The amount of people who entered, I think it was over 400 people entered, yeah, that's fantastic, Kyle. So, yeah, there you go. It shows how many people out there want to blare digital chanter. <laughs> but, yeah, especially a free one. <laughs> so, yeah, well done to Kyle Howe. Quite an exciting giveaway. And, uh, yeah, congratulations to the winner as well. Awesome stuff. Now, if you do want to get a blare digital chanter, you can always go to g1reads.com and purchase them. <clears throat> Shameless plug, but that's where you get them. There you go. All right, I have to give a mention this week to Matt Willis. Matt Willis! Yeah, Matt Willis Bagpiper, of course, on YouTube, who is a Big Rab Show award winner for Best Social Media. Well, he managed to hit the 10,000 subscribers mark on his YouTube channel. Now, that is a huge deal. But that's a massive, massive following there. So, yeah, we want to say a huge congratulations to Matt Willis. Who knows, we may get him on a future show if he'll come on, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> we may get Matt on a future show as well. Would love to chat to him all about his work over there on YouTube and his experiences in that in gathering a massive followership of 10,000 subs. That's insane. So well done, Matt. Yeah, 10,000 subscribers on YouTube is no small thing. So full congratulations. And for those of you who haven't checked it out, then please do go over there. Matt Willis Bagpiper, definitely go and check it out. That's a very interesting channel where he does... Some of my favourite videos of his actually are the unboxing videos where he unboxes all sorts of brand new pipes and gadgets and things. Yeah, a lot of fun. A great, great channel over there. So shout out to Matt Willis. Yeah, well done on reaching 10k subscribers, mate. There you go. All right, now I have to give a little brief mention to Piper Hot, or Piper, Piping Hot Summer Drummer. <laughs> That's stuff that Rab got wrong right there. Well, yes, the application date is fast approaching for scholarships for this year's Piping Hot Summer Drummer. For more information, go and check out their social media. The closing date for your applications, if you do want to get a scholarship, then you have until the 31st of May. So depending on when you're listening to this, this date might already be closed. But yeah, go and check it out. Piping Hot Summer Drummer for your scholarship positions. For those folks out there who can't attend due to financial issues, then there's your chance. Yeah. If you aren't interested, they do have an email address, info at phsd.net, of course, or like I said, check them out on social media, and you have until the 31st of May to get your applications in, and yeah, we wish you the best of luck, indeed. All right, flying on, I have to give a mention this week to Bradley Parker. Now, on the 31st of May, Bradley will be holding a free online online bagpiping recital where you can tune in and catch some blistering piping from bradley parker yeah 31st of may it's being held online on facebook so yeah go and check that out just by way of a shameless plug it'll be held 7 p.m uh utc whatever time that is i think it's uk time i could be wrong uh but yeah <laughs> stuff that rap got wrong 
yeah, 31st of May, I'm yeah, all sorts of excited to tune into that because we all know Bradley is a fantastic piper and a good friend of the show. So we're looking forward to hearing that recital from him. Yeah, all sorts of awesome. Now, speaking of music and performances and stuff, I have to give a huge shout this week to the Vale of Athol Pipe Band. Woo! Go on, the Vale! Yeah! Yep, go on, the Vale. These guys have released a brand new video on their social media. And it's a set of Galatian jigs. This is incredible. I have to say, so good. So good. So good. So, yeah. This included their grade 3 and grade 4 bands. And, yeah, they uploaded this to celebrate their page uh, reaching so many odd followers. But I think they they want to get up to 5,000 followers if they can. So this video is actually a way of them trying to achieve that. Now, I have to say... If you missed the performance by the Vale of Athol Pipe Band, you are missing a treat. This video was incredible. And shout out to the guys at the Vale. That wouldn't have been easy to put together, I have to say. It's quite complicated tunes being played here. Uh, some intricate work. So, yeah, fantastic to see. There's accordions, there's pianos, there's... Just go and check it out, alright? Do yourself a favour, check out the Vale of Athol Pipe Band, who uploaded their video, uh, yeah, just yesterday, actually. So, yeah, shout out to the, the Vale... Go on, Avail! It was absolutely brilliant. There you go. Now, never to be outdone, I have to mention as well this week, another band who have released a bit of a video performance, and that is, yeah, I'm mentioning them twice on one podcast. Tully Lagan. Tully Lagan Pipe Band released a video of, uh, yeah, the performance that they actually managed to bring to the Kids With Cancer charity event uh, that was held earlier this year. Yeah, and... uh, a shameless plug again. I'm playing on it as well. Yeah, I managed to lift the sticks and actually batter a drum pad with the guys at Tully Lagan. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun actually being involved in that. Hadn't lifted the sticks in a while. And uh, yeah, decided to have a wee batter with Tully Lagan. So it was great fun being a part of it. So yeah, the video itself, simply brilliant. It's great to hear the guys at Tully Lagan. And yeah, so it was this was their performance at the Kids With Cancer charity event. And that's well worth catching. Very enjoyable indeed. Shout out to the Lagan again. Again. Now, I have to give a mention this week to Pipe Band Drumming on Tap with James Lachlan. The reason I'm giving him a mention this week is because he's running mm, quite an exciting competition. There's a chance for you to win a British Drum Co. Axial Snare Drum. For free. You can actually win this thing. So, for more information, of course, go to Pipe Band Drumming on Tap with James Lachlan. Check it out on social media. I think there's YouTube channels and such as well. All worth, all well worth your time. Yeah, because, let's face it, you could possibly win a free British Drum Co. Axial Snare Drum. And these drums are just ridiculous. Come on, I don't need to tell you how awesome they are. They look incredible. Yeah, go and check them out. Drumming on Tap. There you are. I've plugged them. Now, I have to give a mention this week to the Ailey McLeod Memorial Trust. They dropped a bit of news this past week on May 21st that they have launched a brand new funding scheme to support youth music groups across Scotland. So, as the nation, of course, like I've been mentioning, has been recovering and trying to open up following COVID-19, this brand new funding scheme from the Ailey McLeod Memorial Trust offers groups such as small bands, youth bands, things like that, hopefully with a little bit of funding to help them reopen their doors again. 
For more information, of course, you can go and check out the Ilya McLeod Memorial Trust on social media. They have full details there of uh, why the, the whole thing started and, you know, what the, the actual new scheme is and how you can apply for it and all of that. And, for, of course, for more information, you can go to their social media. That's all up there. And you have a, a let me see, they have an email address here as well. I'm just looking for it here, actually. See, this is stuff I should have done before I started recording. And there it is. Yeah, it's hello at alistrust.org.uk. There you are. I should have actually looked that up beforehand. But there you go. So deadline for applications is the 30th of June. So if you do want to get your applications in for this funding, then yeah. Now this is for everything, uh, including face-to-face tuition. It's also to help bands be COVID safe, you know, for installing like hand sanitizers and stuff and perhaps buying some extra chairs to help your band be seated outdoors, you know, socially distant and stuff like that. Uh, Perhaps the installation of screens and things signage who knows this yeah it's well well open for a lot of different things that you could possibly put these funds to great use and help your band get back and playing again in the wake of covid19 so for more information go and check it out the Ailey McLeod Memorial Trust and this brand new funding scheme uh, for youth groups and music groups and bands and things definitely worth checking out there you are all right, a couple more news stories before we get into this week's topic. I know that you guys are waiting patiently, but we will get to talking to Kieran Ross in a wee second or two. But I did want to mention this week about the Royal New Zealand Pipe Band Association. They put out a little bit of a call that we're hoping that you guys can possibly help with. The NZPB magazine is looking for the longest serving pipe major, drum major and drum sergeant in New Zealand. But not those from the past. They want to know who is currently leading a band for the longest. Yeah, so if you are aware of who could possibly be the longest serving pipe major, drum sergeant, drum major, then they want to get they want to hear from you. Yeah, so definitely get in contact with them through their social media, through their websites, all of usual points of contact. We do know we have quite a listenership there in Sunny New Zealand, so there you are. If you are interested and you do know who would be the longest serving pipe major and drum sergeant who is currently leading a band, then they want to hear from you. Yeah, who knows, you might actually feature in a future upcoming uh, article in the NZPB magazine. There you are. Alrighty, I have to give a huge congratulations to the guys at the National Piping Centre. Now, the reason I'm giving them a huge congratulations is, of course, because this past two weeks we have been telling you guys to go to the crowdfunding efforts that they have been doing at the moment to digitise magazines such as Piping Today and all of... Piping Times and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, the Piping Centre have now exceeded their target. Yeah, They reached their target last week and they stretched it a little further to hopefully get some more cash to help them digitize another magazine. And they've exceeded that one as well. I have to say a huge, huge thank you to everyone out there who has helped support this incredible venture. And a massive well done to everyone there at the National Piping Centre. You can definitely tell that this is a huge labour of love by the guys at the Piping Centre. But also the amount of support that has been got from the piping scene. That is a huge amount of money. I mean, that's an absolutely huge amount of money to raise. Well over £33,000 was raised here. And uh, yeah, this will help secure this amount of piping history for 
yeah, for future generations. There, there's no other way to pen this. So, yeah, fantastic to see that this will be preserved now for generations and generations thanks to the generosity of all sorts of piping fans around the world. It's incredible. So well done to the guys at the Piping Centre. For more information, of course, you can go and check it out, thepipingcentre.co.uk for more information. They have said that if you did support them and you are due to receive an award thanks to your support, then they will be in contact very soon about your reward. There you are. Because there was incentives uh, for actually donating and stuff. So there you are. So shout out to the guys at the National Piping Centre exceeding their target. Congratulations, guys. Well done. Alrighty. Now, with a brand new pipe band, the City of Angels pipe band, and all the brand new music from Project Smock, we have the new music collection from Isla Stout. We have new gigs, of course, from Drums and Roses being back on the road. New practices, everything's new. The, the piping scene is in a very healthy place, folks, I have to say. So at the moment, we want to hear from you guys. Do you have the confidence that the piping scene will be back on its feet again this time next year? Yeah, we want to hear from you. Our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That's where you can reach us, of course. And uh, yeah, don't hesitate. Send us in your comments, your thoughts, theories. And your weekly drones as well. About anything that we've talked about on this week's show and the news and updates. But um, yeah, you guessed it. It's that point in the show where Rab goes and gets himself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company. As a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits. And it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features, developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade. Made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none. Contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing. LoneStarPiper.com Your one-stop shop for all of your piping and drumming needs. Thanks to the continued support of their friends and customers throughout the years, Lone Star Piper is now the official retailer for R.G. Hardy in the United States of America. From custom hand-sewn Gallic-themed kilts and uniforms to R.G. Hardy and Henderson bagpipes, LoneStarPiper.com has you covered from head to toe. With R.G. Hardy's extensive line of products, they have everything you need to be successful on or off the grass. If you have any questions about any of the products they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com, helping champions look and sound their best. McClellan Bagpipes, from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan, from Euston, Scotland. They adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, 
using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time. Welcome back. I have to say, quite an awesome cup of tea this week. Really enjoyed that. Uh, so, yeah, topic of the week time. We got chatting to a bit of a piping legend in the piping scene, Mr. Kieran Ross. Now, for those of you out there who don't know who Kieran Ross is, then uh, for shame, uh, where have you been? Kieran has been a long-time bagpiper, currently with the guys at Shots and Dykehead Caledonia, but he's also pipe major of the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. Now, he's announced something recently that we've talked about in previous podcasts. He has a brand new music collection coming out. So... We get to pick his brains and find out all about this brand new collection of music, what it all involves, and how you guys can get your hands on it. So, yeah, prepare yourselves for quite an interesting conversation this week. <laughs> Let's welcome Kieran to the Big Rab Show podcast. Welcome to the podcast. A bit of a, a well-known piping figure here in the UK, I have to say. Welcome to Kieran Ross. How are you, Kieran? Are you well? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you, Rab. How are you doing? Good. Oh, the best. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Now, we have you on this week's podcast for a very good reason. And those of you who are sharp enough will know exactly why we have you here. Uh, but first of all, I kind of want to let you introduce yourself to folks who may not know who is Kieran Ross. So do you want to tell us about your piping pedigree? How did you get started? Yeah. So uh, let's talk a bit about Kieran Ross. So yeah. <laughs> I came around in the piping scene um, when I was around what, five years old. Um, piping's like always been around in the family blood. Um, my dad being pipe major Gordon Ross, who's teaches at Queen Victoria School. Um, so he taught me uh, the pipes and it's just been a massive journey from there, to be honest with you. Um, I joined uh, Queen Victoria School, the, the school he works when I was in P7. So that would have been in oh, 10 or 11, I think. 10 maybe. 11-ish, yeah. yeah. 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went back to, to the public school in Dunblane. But just from that kind of QV moment, it was just piping all the way. Um, I think when I went into S2 of high school, that's when I first initially joined the, the Nash Youth Pipe Band. Um, so that's when the whole band scene kicked off for me as well. So, it was, mm. yeah, it was, a very, it was a very nice journey for a, when I started at five, going through to, to where I am just now. And it's, it's fitted in nicely as well. So the, the youth band started when I was, as I said, when I was about 13. Mm-hmm. And then, then after that, I joined um, Bogco. Um, the juvenile system there, which was like absolutely fantastic. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, I joined the juvenile system there um, and had my first season with juvenile band in 2014, wow, I believe. there you go, really? Wow. 2014. I'm starting and then... to feel old now, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm starting to get old now. I'm starting to get there. <laughs> um, and then the, the season after that, which was in 2015, I had my first grade one se- season. Mm. That was under Ross Walker. And that was like a that was that was a, that was a magic year. That was that was really really good. Just the just the kind of stuff you learn and the stuff that you actually don't know. As a, as a young child, as a young teenager, yeah. thinking you do know your stuff, you just don't. Um, and I think that's <laughs> I think naturally I think naturally when you go into your first grade one band or whatnot as a, a teen and, and whatnot, um, you're naturally going to be like, oh, I've got this, I've got it. And then two weeks later, I'm like, I don't have this, I don't <laughs> have this, <laughs> and it's like he doesn't have it. Um, but yeah, I had I had two great seasons and. In Balco, uh, one under Ross Walker, and then the the one under Ross Harvey's first season mm-hmm. it was amazing. Um, and then I got directed to Shots, 
which is kind of where I've been ever since. Uh, so that was 2016 season. I joined under Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just because of like uni stuff and, and family and friends and stuff like that. Um, and it worked out absolutely amazing. Um, so I've been in shots ever since. I'm now under Emmett, um, mm-hmm. who is, is okay. Is this still recording? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Nah, Emmett, see, it's amazing. You have to be careful Emmett. what we say about Emmett. Now, oh, yeah. No, we cannot. No, nah, Emmett watches to be like, ah, nah, Emmett's, Emmett's some boy. Um, so yeah, I'm under Emmett, call me just now in shots. Um, and that's been an absolute journey in itself. Um, he's given me a lot of opportunities to showcase um, some tuning stuff and some my own music, which we'll get onto. And that's kind of a, a, you know a big part of the story where cross music came around. Really, was um, oh. playing around with tunes and um, arranging tunes, and then kind of joining the conservatoire as well, which is another massive part. I joined the the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland, and when I left school, uh, mm. my dates are actually very on point just now. I'm, I'm not good at remembering stuff. So in 2017, I joined the Conservatoire. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 2016 or 17. Uh, something, I something myself. like that. One of, that one, of them, one of them years. <laughs> um, and there was a lot of composition involved in the course and a, well, a lot of piping. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was kind of, you know, during the week, if I was maybe a student and a wee bit hungover, I'd, I'd write a tune or if something funny happened, um, you know, I'd write a tune and I'd name it after it because I, to me, I was like, that's memories. And yeah. I've always grown up saying that, you know, you know, um, the, the, the quote I like is that you can get your money back, but you won't get time back. So it's all about making my memories and, you know, I'd always kind of forget that. So it's, um yeah, started writing tunes and calling them funny names and uh, like a tune, for example, like Ian's Jelly Bean, one of my, one of my favorite <laughs> tunes that I've wrote. Um, that was a, a good... cracking title there. Yeah. Is there a story uh, with that? Ian's Jelly yeah, Bean? It's, yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's Ian, Ian Crawford, who now plays with FM. Uh, he was my flatmate in first year and, um, if Ian was watching this, he used to love making chili con carnies and putting them in wraps and eating them. Uh, so one one night he okay. made this massive chili con chili con carne, and of course chili con carnies have like the beans and stuff in them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And of course he was eating his chili con carne. I was being unhealthy, eating my jelly beans. So when he wasn't watching, he was looking at the TV. I just get the clear jelly beans and start throwing them in his dinner. No. Yeah. So <laughs> like, he didn't realize. So he was just eating the whole thing. Like I think he got through the whole meal. I was like, mate, there's like a good seven or eight jelly beans in that meal you just ate. <laughs> so Ian's jelly bean came across from that one. So that's it's, um, yeah, so I guess that's I guess that's where the kind of foundations of a lot of my, my tunes came from going through university. Um, and it says in the back of the book as well, like my four years at the conservatory, I have a, a massive journey to play in my tune compositions and actually maturing as a, composi- a, a composer as well. Yeah. And finding different styles, which again is, is a very big talking point in pipe and composition is how you work around your styles and how do you make a unique platform and 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 how do you do you know do you overdo that style or you know do you stick within boundaries do you have you know open mindedness so there was a lot of maturity grown through the rcs that i got from that so so are you still yeah. part of that you know the whole thing with the conservatoire are you still part of that system or have you graduated mm-hmm. now yeah so i i graduated um last year uh, i mm-hmm. got i got myself a first honors which i'm amazing i'm really happy about yeah, well done. class i got a one yeah. one um, and yeah, so I graduated from conservative last year, as I said, and my, my fourth year was very, very heavily influenced with teaching and, and piping teaching and music education as a whole as well. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure and I wanted to go down the, the piping instruction path or the music education, you know, so right. teaching all about theory and, you know, other musical instruments and the higher and advanced higher stuff and or mm-hmm. primary teaching music. I wasn't too sure, but um, a few weeks into the music education side really kind of, I was like, no, I'm going to stick to piping. Um, uh, because uh, so yeah so the, the music the music education side is is it's um i give credit where it's due it's very difficult um so it's 
mm. I stuck to my, my piping knowledge. Um, and yeah, so I went for an internship in my fourth year of uni uh, through the Press and Lodge internship. Oh, yeah. So it was a Press and Lodge pipe band. So it's, it's run by Lee Moore and Simon mm-hmm. Grant. Uh, they're the, kind of the main teachers of the, the internship. And that's run through SSPDT, which is the Scottish Schools Pipe Bands Trust. Yes. And they they help out a lot of lot of schools, you know, make make sure they have like chanters and teaching and, and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, the RCS done a collaboration with the SSPDT, which meant that I was able to go and luckily do a, an internship there. So I used to I teach, I taught on a Monday and a Friday through Impress and Lodge and through the kind of like local primary schools there, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was a massive it was a massive amount of credits as well. So it was, that was heavily, heavily impacted on my one one, which was great too. <clears throat> um so so yeah, now uh, it was last April. I was kind of sitting in a in my girlfriend's garden. This was actually through the lockdown as well. Um, and kind of got a message from Lee. He was like, "Oh mate, the, there's a there's a job going in East Lobium because the whole works here. Well, it'll be the same in Ireland, pretty sure as well. But mm-hmm. in your kind of constituencies and your councils, you'll have a that you'll have like an, an instrumental music service within mm-hmm. the council. Yeah. Um, so, and then you have like on the other path, you have your private uh, traditions like so Dollar, George Watson's, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this one came up where it was East Lovian, uh were trying to get a new instructor, and the you know a guy called Davy Barnes. Yeah, he was a pipe instructor. Yeah. yeah, so he was a pipe instructor before me. Um, so yeah, I applied for that job, and yeah, it's worked out really great. So I got that job and I started in August. Um, cool. so I've been it's been really, really extremely busy, like extremely busy. I was going to ask you how are things? They're they're bound to be all sorts of busy at the moment. Yeah, how are you finding? Yeah, it? it's um. Very good. Um, my mindset was <clears throat> that through uni, I only ever kind of taught face to face and whatnot. Yeah. So when I started in August, my mindset was very, nah, I want to be face to face. So we got electric chanters within the council um, and we started teaching them with electric chanters. Oh, well, I started teaching yeah. them. I say we, I'm, I'm the only person. But uh, I started teaching with electric chanters, um, which is what I thought, great. Um, I'm in seven schools, but you can only, you can only see one school a day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was a mix between online and and face to face, and then that was good. But then, obviously, after the the Christmas, we went all into lockdown again. So that was just completely all online. So it's, it has been very mixed, um, yeah. and something actually you'll be very aware of as well is the whole motivation and phys- like the motivation oh, side of piping and how sure. do you get school kids to be motivated and so so it has been it's very very challenging. It's been a very challenging year, but it's worked. It's, it's worked. So just so trying to keep positive. But you're a busy man, and now, and now on top of it all, you're releasing a new music collection. But so we'll talk about that in a wee second. But first of all, oh, there you go. For those watching the video, he just flashed it up on camera. <laughs> I want to ask you, well, a couple of things really about your time. Are you still playing with Whiskey Kiss at the moment? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Whiskey Kiss, yeah. So Whiskey Kiss is a is a an absolutely amazing Kaylee band. Um, like yeah. again, that has just been. A, a, like a, a massive massive part of my life um and that was actually one of those kind of random gigs that come in um, and <laughs> i was at home this was three years ago now it was january and i got a phone call from my mates being like who was one of the kind of side pipers and whiskey kiss and he was like look i can't do this gig blah 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 and i was like you know do you fancy it and i was like well you know where is it when is it blah blah and he was like well mm-hmm. it's in two weeks and it's in beijing and i was like oh beijing um, <laughs> beijing i was like um i was like uh, yes wow. yeah, well <laughs> um as I said before, you, you don't get your time back. So um I was just oh. like, Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that was my first gig. You know, I can't I can't wow. be like, Oh, it was in a wee it was in a wee lodge in Edinburgh or something. It was <laughs> it was in Beijing. So um That's incredible. Yeah, How so, did you find that? Travelling all oh, the way out there, was it good? 
It was amazing. Like it was so. I, I love traveling. Like um, if I could travel every single week of the year, I would like it's um, it's amazing seeing other cultures and you know how they do their day to day basis and you know yeah. how they accept us as well. You know, as a, as a Scottish piper and whatnot, going over there, they, they absolutely love it. So it was good to be part of their culture and, and enjoy it like that. So yeah, Beijing was the first one, and and, and ever since then, I've you know I've been to quite a lot of European countries, but the main ones I've been out with have been New York and went back to Shanghai. Um, New York was for that tartan, tartan week. The tartan week, yeah. So, I was going to ask, because it was photographs of you guys all over the place following your tartan week gig. How did you find tartan week in uh, New York? Mental. Like, it's just <laughs> mental. It's, yeah. Uh, like, you just, you meet so many people. They're so nice. Um, and, yeah, it's just it's just extremely mental. Like, everywhere you go, there's kilts. There's people, like, just love bagpipes, and which is great. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, no, tournament was meant. We had the Kaylee, um, which was like hosted about 250 people. Which, mm-hmm. if you think about a Kaylee, you know, if you get everyone doing a, a dash and white sergeant, it's, it's a bit mental. That's so, it. You're talking at least 20, 40 parts, maybe, to get the dance. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, <laughs> we got, um, we done that, and then we, we were fortunate enough to do a gig in the Sony Hall, which oh. is just off of the um, Times Square. Um, and that was with um, Drums and Roses, were there. Mm-hmm. And they made it. They had an amazing. They were amazing. And then Elephant Sessions. I don't know if yes. you've heard of those guys. How they're indeed. like, they're yeah. amazing. And their type of music is really quite modern, quite bassy, and um, quite technical in some parts. So of course you think the Sony Center, the Sony, the most craziest of gear ever. Um, so <laughs> when they started playing their music, I was just like, wow, this is cool. So um, yeah, Tartan Week was amazing. Uh, I should say actually before as well, it's quite funny. And this is again, I've just been very lucky and stuff. Before Tartan Week, New York was the New Zealand Nationals. Oh, so yeah, that's right. I was very, yeah. I was very fortunate to go over there and play with New Zealand Police, um, oh, and it worked wow. out a wee bit. It worked out a wee bit too well. So I was there for two weeks with New Zealand Police. For example, um, I arrived back at, on Friday at mm-hmm. uh, I think it was ten o'clock at night, um, and then I went to New York at four o'clock in the morning on the Saturday. So it was a bit mental. Oh. It was going from one extreme oh, to the other extreme in terms of time zones. Yeah, it was, it was a bit yeah. fried, but. <laughs> time traveling there big time man yeah i know i know I, I, I don't think i think it was it was that big of a time gap i don't think i even i don't think i'm, I think I'm still jet lagged to be honest with you but. <laughs> so no that's it you've been traveling internationally really both with your your piping and your whistle playing and everything so will we hear more from whiskey kiss in the near future do you know if you guys have any plans for gigs and um, yeah i think well ian who ian who um he's kind of one who runs whiskey kiss um and he messaged me the other day. They were just like, Kieran, I haven't done this in a while, but you know, we've got our first gig. And I was like, whoa. So that's in, I think we've got our first gig in June, which is cool. Oh, Bear nice. It's only 15 minutes, um, but it's for like a, a wee TV kind of, I think, documentary, a Visit Scotland documentary, which is cool. Um, Brilliant. So yeah. that'll be the first gig. But yeah, I think it'll just be like, the wedding scene will be crazy when it's all back allowed because in terms of, when I've been maybe gigging once every, like, you know, one gig every four or five weeks, you know, it's yeah. been mental like that. That's all stopped. So I think everyone have been, you know, exceptionally like one or two, but they've all moved and postponed their weddings. So when the wedding scene yeah. does come back on, it's going to be a busy time, which is amazing for all musicians and self-employed musicians who do work in the wedding industry. So, well, that's it. Now it's been so quiet. We we are waiting for the boom to happen. Yeah. So exactly. That, Karen. Yeah, I think you're going to be, <laughs> be good. Yeah, yeah, I hope so.
let's get to it. Let's talk about the Ross Collection. Can you tell us then about this book? What inspired you to write your own book? So it was actually last lockdown, last March, when I had quite a lot of time just to kind of think about my own stuff and whatnot. And with Cross Music, um, it's all music from the past like five years. As I said, like growing through university, growing up into more of a mature paper, mm. understanding, you know, a lot more stuff about music. And I just kind of thought to myself, I was just like, I'd love to have this in a book. Um, I think more for me, it was more of like a, how do I put it? Like more of like a, oh, I have my own book kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and and, yeah. and of course, I want, I, like me as a person as well, I love people playing different music and listen to my tunes. Like if someone else, if I was to walk onto the park and, you know, hear one of my hornpipes as an opener and I didn't know that was happening, I'd be like, yeah. that's cool. That's a cool feeling. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and I think it was more of like that. It was, it was more of that. And I, and I thought to myself, in uni, I've, I've written so many, so many tunes. I was like, why, why not? You know, like, why not kind of go into that's that kind it. of composition field of, of a book? So, yeah, the, the large majority was it was just from why not? Um, and that's a lot of the stuff I do is why not? <laughs> it's, a, it's a great reason, so, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. Can, you, can you give us a little bit of a tease? I'm not going to spoil the content of the book. but No, no. Can you tell folks what to expect from the new release? You know, will they get yeah. mentions? Yeah, so that's actually a really good question. Um, they'll get in the book, there's rough, I think there's like about, there's it's a 44-page book. I need to actually see how much music in it. In it. But it's, um, let's have a look. There's like 30-odd tunes in it. Let's put it that way. Um, ah, it's the bus, yeah. because yeah, in my mind, I'm like, you know, I don't want to put, I don't want to crowd it with music. You know, I want it to be, <laughs> I, want it, I want to kind of, yeah. you know, potentially in the future do more so it's like you know less is more sometimes in, in that case and mm. yeah so the, the music within the book um and this is what we were kind of like saying earlier was was like a lot of composers have uh, a unique selling point i guess is what you want to call it mm. uh, where they have their own stylistic kind of ways of writing music and for me that's grown through uni um to the point that i'd like to think that sometimes when i'm writing music i have my own kieran ross twist on it so yeah. a lot of the music in the book will have that but then in my kind of composer mindset you need to be very open-minded about how you write your music as well yeah and a great a great person um a great friend of mine scott wallace who's been on about his book indigenous mm-hmm. music um we talked quite a lot about like our music and how we write it and stuff and the one thing i love about scott's music is if you were to hear a tune you could be like i've not heard this tune but scott have you wrote that and you'd be like yeah i did because he's got like such a unique way of writing music. You can tell you know? it's one of Scott's just just by hearing it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's very unique. Um, so yeah, in terms of the music content in my book, I've kind of tried to, you know, my mindset and how my unique sound point comes across. But definitely what I've tried to do as well is have a, an open-mindedness field where, you know, some people might not enjoy that, which is absolutely fair enough. That's like, that is totally fine with me. Yeah. I'm not going to go and cry at night being like, <laughs> ah. you know, because that's I, I've chosen that decision to have a unique sound point of music. Mm-hmm. But there's quite a lot of music in there, which I do like to feel like it is open-minded and it, that classic retreat march, you know, like, or a classic 6-8 march or a classic hornpipe or yeah. little things like that, that I think it's quite nice to be um, open-minded about. Oh, um, yeah. And one thing I do like about piping music as well is arranging. Um, so there is a lot of tunes in there, which they're my own tunes, but I'd love to hear them in different time signatures, see what they're like. Ah, do you know what I mean? Because so I don't have, I don't have time it, to, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would be cool because I don't have time to sit with my own music and try it out. Do you know what I mean? I'm just writing music. <laughs> yeah. So it'd be nice to do it because I, again, I'd done that with one of Scott's tunes, and he was like, "That's that's cool," you know. Um, cool. And it's like, you know, it's just nice. So it'd be cool to actually hear people's like actual 
yeah, um, own interpretation. Yeah, yeah. Interpretation, which is nice. So. so can I ask then as well about, you know, your approach to writing and everything? This is something I, don't, I haven't asked any composers yet, really. But you talked about like bands and other musicians playing your tunes. Whenever you're actually writing a tune, do you focus on, right, this could be a great opener for a band or this could be a great finishing tune for a band or great slow air? Do you have bands in mind or soloists in mind or is it just for your own enjoyment when you're composing? Um, I'm going to go for a ratio of 80-20, being like, you think of, oh, I want to have a, a three-parted hornpipe, which is like well in your face, it's really cool, yeah. it's going to be harmonies all the lot, and you mm-hmm. sit there, and when you have that mindset, it's, I, I find it easier to have a tune rather than going like, right, okay, what's going to happen, yeah. what's going like, to come out, I don't feel like if you force a tune, then sometimes it works for people, but for me it doesn't, trying to force a tune, mm-hmm. and for me, you, you kind of have to have a theme, you have to have a you have to have a, a like an A to B. You have to know where B is going to be, you know, at the start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so definitely in terms of like, if I'm thinking about shots and whatnot, um, when I started writing music in, in uni, actually, there was a great finisher in shots when Ryan took the band in 2015. Mm-hmm. And it was in that kind of key of D major, kind of happy major, yeah. happy kind of feeling. And I was like, I want to make one like that. So there is like, I do look up to people and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to copy your tune, but I really like the way you right tunes so I'm mm-hmm. going to have a go at it <laughs> and see if yeah. I can kind of come up with one of my own compositions but in that same kind of feeling of this could be a medley end or like or or go or like we're marching up to the line so there is a tune up in the book it's the first one actually it's called to the line or up to the line and in, in my mind I've written that for going from the final tuning to the line I that's see. that's why I've written it do you know what I mean oh, so brilliant yeah so yeah there's of course and then you have your like I'm, I'm such like a, a two four nerd. Like I love two four marches. So a lot of my, <laughs> a lot of my two four marches um, come from that. I can imagine me playing it on the board to my complete unique sound point. Like trying to change the wee things and wee phrases that are cool yeah. and notes that wouldn't really be in that range and stuff. So yeah, I love yeah, that. Way. I love that way of thinking though. You know that, that, that the piece of music is never really finished. Whenever it's on the page, it can still have new life. You know, oh, with, when, exactly. So very exciting stuff. Karen. Yeah. Can I ask you then, then about your time as pipe major of the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland? Ever since you got your appointment, we've been like singing your praises, going, "Wow, this is dead exciting!" Kieran's PM now, so yeah, we're on a bit of a flap whenever the news broke. Yeah. <laughs> so, how have you found your appointment then as pipe major? How have you found your time? Um, it's been a really, really interesting one. I'm going to be completely honest with you. And uh, mm. uh, Stephen, who's the, the new director of the, the Bible Centre, you know, if you listen to this, he's going to completely agree with me. Um, it's been really difficult because it's been online, um, you've banned, and because my teaching has been online, it's been quite hard to go from a full week of online teaching to sit at my computer. For, it's, yeah. for me, it was, it's been tough, actually, just because more of a well-being point of view. I don't want to be sitting on a computer for... 24 oh, hours a day every, yeah. every day of the week so mm-hmm. it's been tough on that front um, there, has, there has been practices online and there's been new music and whatnot, and it's really really cool yeah. um, but I think there'll be more to the answer when there'll be you know face to face practices concert stuff and what not um, yeah. but apart, apart from like you know being appointed as Pipe Major for Youth Band which has been amazing because I've been in for a long time now um, I've worked myself up through the development band and now into the, the, the senior band yeah, I'm looking forward to the future of it, which would be cool. Um, but for Janelle, it's been very, very dormant just because there's, unfortunately, there's not a lot we, we, we can do. Um, but in terms of progression of the others in the band, it's been really, really cool. It's really good to see like loads of people come up through the ranks. 
That's it. Yeah. So now there is some positive news there, I think. But yeah, there's some negative too, thanks to this uh, stupid pandemic nonsense. But yeah, I know. Hopefully, we'll get back on the grass again and see you guys. Oh, one hundred percent. Again, you know. One. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. That's what I'm looking forward to. Um, just that kind of buzz of like the adrenaline's going and the hornpipes are like double the speed of what we are actually practicing. That <laughs> it's just like that kind of feeling that you're missing. You <laughs> yeah, you get the come adrenaline like, going. That was you know? rapid. Yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> Record time for an MSR, like it's like so. Uh, no, it in there are, in three minutes. Yep, exactly. We are missing it, definitely <laughs> missing it. But um, I'm just missing the whole band scene, to be honest. Like, like oh, that's it. We all are, mate. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. as you say, you could, you could sit all day in front of a computer, but it's not the same. You know what nah. I mean? No, no, it's it's definitely not. And I think I, I, I like putting positive twists on things, but sometimes you, sometimes just there's there's not, and it's it's okay to accept that. But it's um. Yeah. Just yeah, computers online it's it's a weird one. But nah, the bands will be cool when it's back. When they're back in the shot the shots will I'll be nice. Oh, for sure, for sure. So Kieran, I could chat to you now for the rest of the evening now we're recording <laughs> this. Uh, I've got a ton more questions to ask you about uh, you know, cross backpipes, your production of your sheepskin bags and everything else that you have on your website. Shameless plug for you. But there's, <laughs> there's so much to check out on your website. So yeah. Do you want to mention the website where folks can go and have a look at yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, so my website is www.crossbagpipes.com. So pretty simple. You can't forget that one. Big massive cross, crossbagpipes.com. Um, and on the website, um, it's got a lot of my kind of um, videos and recordings of what I've been doing. Um, that's another thing from uni that I just, I love doing is recording, uh, like getting the proper mics out and like doing the EQing and making sure, like, you know, making sound cool. And yeah. uh, again, that's what I've been doing a lot of. Uh, my good pal, Rory Matheson, who's a keyboard player. A piano mm-hmm. player in the RCS, and he is just ridiculously talented. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a very healthy jealousy, but jealous kind of feeling. But he's amazing. Like, he's so so cool. So, again, they're on my website and my Facebook page. Uh, that's just Kieran Ross music. But there's a lot of videos of Rory's playing with my with my music. And um, so check that out because it's it's just amazing playing. It's so cool. It is um, for sure. I've, I've had a many an hour or two like just sitting listening to all that stuff, Ken. So honestly, it's been brilliant. So yeah, I wanted, yeah, to, I wanted cool. you to tell folks about that. Yeah. Okay, 
we do have some big rab show staples that we ask every single guest and you're not going to get away with it either so excellent here we go kieran what is your favorite cheese favorite cheese yes oh it has to be what's that name um oh what's the name of that cheese my girlfriend's gonna kill me because she loves it too. I always forget it's the cheese that you can you can put in the oven and it melts and you can get bread and dip it in. Ooh, what's, what's that? that? Oh, it's a weird one. Um, you've got me. You've now. got you've, 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 yeah. You've, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be rude and have a look because what's that cheese called? Um, but I can't find have it. Have you got it in your fridge? I don't have it at all. Oh, it's all gone. <laughs> Right, I'll go for my set. I'll go for my second favorite. I okay. like having lists of stuff. Halloumi is my one of my favorite cheeses. Ah, uh, that's quite popular and actually. Yeah, halloumi go. cheese. You get fried halloumi, and then you get halloumi with the chili jam and Nando's. Shameless, shameless plug for Nando's, but there you go. It's my favorite. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. That stuff now. Okay, away from cheese and all the rest. Uh, <laughs> another question that we ask most folks that come on is: uh, Have you got a most embarrassing moment in piping? to date now realize you're still a young fellow you have a whole career ahead of you piping but is there any one moment to date that you can think has been particularly embarrassing for you um there's that uh, yeah there's been a few there's been a few <laughs> moments in my life because I, i'm a bit like all my mates who all know me i'm a bit like like just like you know um, what's the word dipsy when it all comes to this stuff um <laughs> my best one my best one today maybe not embarrassing it's quite funny but you can you could probably say it's embarrassing is i forgot my pipes for a youth band concert that's good oh that's so a on cracker. the uh, maybe not maybe not embarrassing embarrassing at the time because i was just like oh uh lindsay i forgot my pipes yeah um so um <laughs> yeah that, I, I got all on the bus and to be fair i'm gonna actually i'm gonna blame craig baxter for this one because um, he he can't turn around he can't turn around and be defensive. But I, I said I'd go buy him a sausage roll from Greg's, um, and I was like, "Can you put all my pipes in the bus and stuff?" But I just left it on the side of the road. And ah, so it's Craig's yeah. fault then. It's Craig's fault. So I'm going to blame oh, Craig on that one. So go, yeah, so that one. Been outed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so was that one where I left my pipes, forgot them for a competition. Um, embarrassing though. I can't really. Oh, actually, no. There is a, a very embarrassing one. I I used to do the, the um the trips away to like Norway and stuff with the Celtica, mm-hmm. and this was when Craig Noble was running the band. Um, so yeah, I wasn't I wasn't too happy with him for this one, but I, he asked he <clears throat> I didn't really have a choice, but he told me to that like, I was going to do the dancing, the piping for the dancing. Right, so you have yeah. your show, a Celtica, the Celtica shows, and you have like your the solo dance and stuff where yes. you have the piper and they'll do the like the Highland Fling and all that kind of stuff. And have you ever just have you ever performed and you've just completely hit uh, like a big mind blank, like you know the oh, biggest uh, wall? Yeah, you, you've, yeah. Who you, you are, where you are, why you're there. Yeah, you run it. You run into the wall. You get past the wall, and you just run into another wall. Like it's just an endless, <laughs> an endless feed of wall running into. So it was that oh, no. when I was piping the, it was the sword dance. I was piping that, and mm. I completely, completely forgot about. I just completely forgot about oh, all of it. No. So there's a video. There's a video on YouTube of me completely making up the music. Like when I say completely making it up, like yeah, completely making up. Yeah. On the spot. Improvising. Completely making it up. Improvising. Completely making it up. So there's that. That was pretty embarrassing. I came off, and all the guys were like, "That was great." And I was like, "No, it wasn't." <laughs> so. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, Kieran, I'm not going to keep you any longer, man, but honestly, I could chat to you, you know, for the next fortnight. Hopefully, we'll have ah, you back on a, on a future show, mate. Yeah. They are uh, the class. 
So I'm going to be um, Emmett and I. That'll be a fun one. Oh, that'll be a good crack, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, right. I have to let you have one le- one final plug before I let you go. Then. So this book is actually available for pre-order right now. Isn't that right? Yeah. It's a, so the book. I'm going to actually show you it here as well. It, the book Cross Music. Hey, um, there it is. There's that one there. Um, <laughs> just think a big orange book. You cannot miss it at all. Um, no. Yeah. So it's available for pre-order right now on my website at mm-hmm. www.crossbagpipes.com. Um, and the release date, completely be honest, is TBC for a little reason I cannot exclude, disclose yet, maybe. Ooh. Potential potential launches, let's put it that way. There might be a potential big launch of music with an event Ooh. stuff. Love this. So, um, that's Keep, like, fingers crossed. Yeah. We'll so that, if that happens, yeah. that'll be the date of um, release, proper release. But as I said just now, it's, it's all pre-orders available right now, which is amazing. Mm. Um, and yeah, though, at, over the next few weeks, there's going to be a lot of content, which will be cool. Um, of the of the book of the music and what's kind of what's to be up and coming with it uh, i can't wait karen so that's very exciting stuff man thank you so much for taking time to chat to us uh, to us no, on thank podcast, you. Man. honestly it's been great chatting to you and uh, thank you yeah, very much. We'll, we'll hopefully have you back on a future show man yeah I yeah think that, do you know that sounds like a cracking idea with yourself and emmett and that we'll get a bit of crack on i think that sounds like <laughs> a plan yeah it'll, just be a, it'll be he says this and i'll say that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll just i'll just i'll just wind them up Ah, well, he's good for it too, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. If, you're, if you're listening, mate, yeah, you're, you're coming on a future show whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, thanks so much, mate, and good luck with the new release. And I have to say to folks, this is volume one, so we will be getting more, I hope. Yeah, we're Hopefully, hoping. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. more to come. Different Volume one, different numbers, different colors, different music. There you go. Yeah. Can't ah, exciting t- stuff Karen. thanks a million man I'll chat to you again no thank you thank you catch you later all the best ah fantastic stuff thank you so much Karen, for coming on and chatting to us this week honestly brilliant to have you on the show mate and uh, yeah for those out there who are interested you can go and check out Karen on social media of course where he has uh, you know links and stuff for you. you can you can go and actually pre-order the book now so yeah go and check it out there's all sorts of little video performances as well of tunes from the book and that there's a wealth of information there uh, so yeah go and check Kieran out on social media and of course on his website there that he just mentioned as well so definitely worth checking out there you are Alrighty guys, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. It's been quite a packed episode this week, I think, with a lot of stuff happening. And next week's pod will be exactly the same. And the week after that, the week after that, we have quite a number of busy, busy weeks ahead of us because the piping scene is starting to, yeah, it's clawing its way up from the ashes, I feel, you know. And like I said at the beginning of the show, word of the week this week is confidence and just having the confidence to be able to yeah, jump in the car, go to practice and lift that instrument after possibly not lifting the sticks or the chanter for months. Let's face it, months. Um, so yeah, have some confidence. Do yourself a favor. Go play if you can. And yeah, remind yourself why we love this amazing music and its people. I have to say for myself personally, being able to attend a practice was incredibly special but also to hang out with people and just chat again with folks that you knew but you haven't seen in forever it meant so much and yeah for want of getting all soppy with you it really meant the world you know and I think the members of the band who I've seen that day they felt the same there was a lot of big silly smiles on everyone's faces and uh 
uh, yeah, I hope you guys experience the same. And uh, I have to say, for those of you here locally in Northern Ireland, if your band is going back to practice in the coming days and weeks, then we want to hear from you. We would love to attend a practice and just hang out with you guys again and, uh, yeah, hear some tunes on the air. Rather, if they're good, bad or ugly, we don't mind. Uh, if you'd rather we d- didn't record them, that's fine. We'll do that too. We'll not record it. But either way, we want to know if your practices are happening and if we can attend even better. So email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Don't forget, of course, about our weekly drone. It's been two weeks now and we've got no weekly drones. In fact, zero weekly drones, which is really unusual. Either you guys are really happy with the way things are going in the piping scene or you just have nothing to say. Which is not really my experience in the piping world. Normally you guys have something to say. So um, yeah, send us in your weekly drones. BigRabShield.com forward slash weekly drone. Alright guys, I am out the door. Thank you everyone for downloading this week and each and every week. And in fact, if you've lasted to this length in the podcast, I want to share a little bit of a personal celebration for ourselves here in the Big Rab Show. We've managed to reach over 150,000 downloads of the podcast. I have to say, we're dead chuffed about that. 150k downloads, we're really, really proud of it. Uh, But we're hoping for 150k more. We will keep going. Uh, But yeah, each and every week as we upload another episode, be sure that you are subscribed so you guys get a little bing, a little notification to let you know that Rab has uploaded another one. Of course, don't forget to check us out on all social media platforms and on our website, thebigrabshow.com, that's where everything happens. And we will check you guys out, of course, on The Big Rab Show on Fuse this week. And, of course, on Patreon throughout the week as well. Don't forget, you can support us over there. And all of that, I will let you go. I will shut up now. Okay, stop talking, Rab. <laughs> Alright, guys, we'll see you here on the podcast next week for another, yeah, Big Rab Show podcast full of pipe and goodness. Until then, see you next week, folks. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>